developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Welcome to Dueling Reviews, a show where two guys sit down with one comic and who knows what's going to happen next. Who it knows be, what it, evil lurks? <laughs> that's the shadow. Not we're not. We're not doing that. This no, week. I, that was Eleanor Roosevelt. We are here to entertain you. Who knows you. what evil lurks in the hearts of men? Eleanor, Eleanor Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Yeah. yeah, Eleanor Roosevelt is the evil that lurks in the hearts of men, or Eleanor Ooh. Roosevelt knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men. Eleanor Roosevelt created evil. Ele- Eleanor knows exactly. <laughs> Cackling in the background. Why do you think he was in a wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> See, we're in a 40s vibe because this week we're covering <laughs> Captain, Captain America, America, Living Legend number one. Okay, so Living Legend number one from Captain America. Yes. Oh, Captain by the way, free yes. podcast, I should point out. We're here doing work for you so that you can be entertained and learn more about Captain America, Living Legend number one. And here's what I learned this week. What's that? Um, This is not a very interesting book. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of Captain America fans out there. Yes, there are. And there there are three things about this book that I feel you need to know when you come in. Okay, First, number one. It is one of literally hundreds of Captain America retro 40s retcon implant stories. But could fit because, in, into the continuity, right? I mean, right, but we I mean, don't know how many thing. missions Steve Rogers went on during World and War this II. Is, this is a, a self-contained miniseries, which means that the ramifications of the miniseries are most likely well and quite honestly with marvel rebooting with all their new number ones every couple of months what really does matter about continuity nothing really secondly it's drawn by adi granov which is kind of the visual equivalent of the cgi that they used in the first harry potter movie where he was fighting the troll where everything was slick and rubbery and rubbery and slick and you're kind of like that's not really harry potter that's so a CPI Harry Potter. This this past week when I was talking on the Major Spoilers podcast, and mm-hmm. I did that uh, real quick review of The Shadow Now, number one, and I yes. said how I hated the art because it was kind of like that, uh, trying to do real-life modeling art. Too smooth. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that it looked too smooth, number one, and that everybody looked lifeless even though they were in, in action. Uh, yep. That's what this art is. This is the Bam. same art. And I don't know if it was the same artist in that or not, but – Granov is is one of Marvel's cover guys, and I think, I think he is one of those guys who the amount the amount of time it takes him to do a page, he's not a thirty day guy, he's not a monthly book guy, mm. and I think this series has been in the works for a while. Oh, really? Yeah, with Captain America going through I mean, and in him doing it, and third, and this is the important bit that you need okay. to know about this story: Captain America sl- throws his mighty shield. And cuts a Russian tiger tank. It's probably not a Russian tiger tank, but cuts a tank in half. But they do yield immediately afterwards. With it. Well, and of course you do, because that's the kind of thing that is a superhuman act requiring superhuman strength, which Captain America categorically at this point in his history should 
not. Yeah, but he's got the super soldier serum. We've seen him in the Captain America movie. We've seen him do We've never amazing seen him things. Cut a tank in half. Yeah, but it's not Captain him that's America's cutting. Not that powerful. We're not seeing him cut the tank in half. We're seeing his shield do it. And isn't the adamant or the uh, what is it? Adamantium shield. It's an adamantium. Well, depending on who you believe, it's an adamantium vibranium alloy at one point in the history. Okay, so wouldn't you um, think that it could uh, thrown at just the right angle with no. uh, the fact that it's indestructible? That it should go and cut a photoshopped uh, tank in half. I'm going to use Steel Rodrigo's catchphrase, and I'm going to say, here's the thing. (laughs) When I go and I play Frisbee golf, (laughs) it does not matter. Oh, you're being serious. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It does not matter. Sometimes (laughs) I hack you sack, too, because I live in 1994. (laughs) It does not matter. What the Frisbee is made of, if I throw it with my normal strength, it is not going to cut the goalpost in half. But it's not made of adamantium. But that's not the point. I don't have the strength necessary to throw one thing through another thing. It's not It's not like razor sharp. It's actually, I think, vibranium. No, it's not. Oh, see, then this whole book is wrong. And his arm, well, no. So now my suspension of disbelief is totally out the window. Really? Because now I thought That's forever the that thing. there was a, a razor-sharp edge on this. No, come on. This book was terrible from the beginning. I'm sorry, Andy Diggle, um, who, who wrote Diggle this is, book. is a guy who I can I can take or leave. I didn't care for his work on Hellblazer. Mm-hmm. But there was um, maybe, was it 100 Bullets or something that he did? I don't know. Diggle is one of those guys who is just kind of, he's, he's not a favorite. He's not awful. I love parts of his work. This issue shows us Captain America in World War II, right. which is okay. They're, bon- they're uh, storming a uh, German bunker the, at the end of World War II. On the Russian front. Yeah. So he's he's working together with the Russians. Uh, Russian by the name of, uh, what's his name? Ya- ya- Volkov. Volkov. Nikolai Volkov. And uh, Volkov wants to get the... heavyweight champion. Volkov wants to get the uh, rocket scientists before the Americans do. Volkov gets shot in the chest. Um, Steve Rogers saves him. Flash forward right. to the present, or at well, probably to the sixties. Yeah, where Volkov is rocketed to the moon and is supposed to be the first man on the moon a full year before Apollo Pravov landed on the moon. Was it eleven that landed on the moon? Yeah, Apollo eleven. Okay, so he goes, but we don't see what happens. He rockets right. out into space, and then they cut to the present, right? Where the the International Space Station is eaten by. What is uh what is this Deus project? Is that something that's in the Marvel universe or is this something that's in this story? It is to my knowledge new here. Oh, okay. So the uh, the this Deus project It's literally a Deus ex machina. <laughs> well, it's not really there to save everybody because when they turn this uh energy machine Actually, on it feeds back based, onto itself. Yeah, it's a device that's based on an alien race that Tony Stark Oh, is it? Okay, that was the question I had because it's suddenly It's a plot device. Suddenly everything no, starts I uh the energy starts feeding back onto itself and the entire space station turns into an HR Geiger uh, monster. It, it, I looked at it and I'm like the watching the astronauts be assimilated by the Borg because they have, but why would an energy weapon feeding back or not an energy weapon, an energy device feeding back onto itself, change everything into a, 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 an alien riff that well, and that lands down in Russia. All we know is at the end of the issue, the shield Ah. helicarrier in geosynchronous orbit over, I don't know, South, South Dakota. South, it's uh, top secret, gets classified. a one-word message, and that message <laughs> it's is... M- message is, government shut down, go home. 
No. Oh. No. Shield is essential personnel. They are not affected by furloughs. No, that <laughs> is Are they? Yes. I, I, I watched that I watched that uh, I watched that Avengers movie and I saw that one shield agent just playing uh Space Invaders on his uh, computer. It should, you know, it it should be noted that that message was Volkov. Clearly, something is happening having to do with Volkov. We don't know what happened to him. So our 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 hook here is supposed to be the mysterious agent Mm -hmm. who has a backstory with Captain America, who disappeared in space forty five years ago is now somehow involved with H.R. Geiger and the Borg taking over the International Space Station and turning a girl who looks remarkably like Ruby Rocket. Well, I thought she looked like um, the scientist girl from um, Danger Girls. Oh, yeah, she does kind of look like Silicon Valley, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can totally see that. Why is her name Fox, though? Fox? Did they really have to go that far? Did they have to really go that far? Did they really have to show her, you know, getting... With her spacesuit half zipped down, suit un- yeah, yeah, but, uh, a vaguely sexualized pose. It's not highly sexualized. Also. No, but I mean, I looked at it and was like, okay, here comes the tentacle porn. Boo, So, just as the story is, nineteen forty-one, bad things happen. Nineteen sixty-eight, more things happen. Two thousand and present, present because Marvel books are on a sliding time scale. I get the hiccups and. The International Space Station is eaten by mechanical sperm. Of some kind. Of some kind. This is issue one of five. I was not hooked by what, this. Why? Because you're a big Captain America fan. What What did not uh, sell you on this? I am not a big fan of the of the current Captain America armored look. I mean, I accept it because... Oh, I like that look. It's successful because it's in a movie. Right. There's nothing really here that says to me this is going to be, you know, a really poppy, relevant adventure. It starts out retro, and then it ties into some sort of pseudo history, mm-hmm. and then it ends with a, a cliffhanger. And I'm just, I don't know. It, 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 I mean, it, feels it does. Like- it, if you go from the story, if you go from a storytelling method, this hits everything that you need, right? You've got a prologue, which is this is yeah. what happened in World War II. Here's right. a little hint of something that happened 20 years later, and oh, Volkov. Did not die, so Captain America did save him. So he has been thinking about Captain America for 45 years or whatever it's been, 20 years, 20 years after the war, still thinking about uh, Captain America saving his life. And then he disappears. And then something strange happens in space, which leads us to a cliffhanger. So from a storytelling perspective, A to B to C to, oh, my gosh. Right. You know, that is, I think, a good storytelling method. What I don't like is that everything is so beat over your head. Yes. There is, and there is if this very... were a Saturday morning serial, you know, from the 1930s and 40s, this would have been right up the alley because it does fit into that. It's just like when you watch a, um, uh, uh, one of the police procedurals. It's like, yeah. oh, the first guy that you meet. Yeah, he's the bad guy. You know, who's the guest star right. of the week? Oh, the bad guy is the guest star of the week. And you'll always have that one guy who goes, like I told the other cops. Wait, other cops? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's here's the descriptor. This this sequence is why this this issue doesn't sell for me. Oh no, it is a Panzer. We have nothing that will put a dent in it. Mm-hmm. Full page spread of Captain America. <laughs> I or, think I can help you. Perhaps I can help you. Yeah. Captain America then takes head on a shot from a Panzer tank on the shield, flies back forty feet, crashes into a tree. Cuts the panzer tank in half with his bare shield, 
or his shield thrown with his bare hands. Then the Germans surrender. Well, that's where he gets his giant strength, bare hands. I bare mean, hands, if he would have yeah. just had human hands, he probably wouldn't have had the strength Actually, to do it. Actually, uh, Ben Steele and his bear haunts, uh, ah. one of the greatest comics of the Golden is that Age, one of the- haunts, of course, is a bear with uh, psychic powers. Oh, I thought maybe ben he was Steele's one of the Howling Commandos or something. What? No. What was? What's his team? Aren't they the Howling Commandos? Oh, well, Sergeant World War Fury's II? Howling Commandos. No, yeah. no what, what was Steve there Rogers' was... group in, in World War II? Steve Rogers didn't have a group in World War II. Well, who's the guy with the bowler der- derby and all that stuff? Those guys are Sergeant Fury's Howling Commandos. Oh, okay. All right. Back when Nick Fury was a Caucasian from, what? from Brooklyn, he when ran the Howling happen? Commandos. When the did this happen? 1961. <laughs> The guy with the bowler hat is Dum Dum Dugan, right, right, right. the Irish stereotype. Right. Then there was Pinky Pinkerton, who was the the foppish stereotype. Then there was uh, Percy. I don't remember his thing. There was Reb Ralston, who was the Southerner stereotype. Uh, it was actually one of those things where they, they had a little something to offend everybody. Mm-hmm. There was uh, Dino Manelli, who was clearly not Dean Martin. Pretty much the only one of them who didn't get it was Gabe Jones. And Gabe Jones was African-American in 1961-63. So Gabe Jones was just kind of neutral. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they, I mean, they weren't going to do what they did with the other guys. And then a German guy joined up, Eric Kinnig. Eric Kinnig was actually terrible. That was after, I think, Pinky died. His name was Pinky. God, why am I? Is this terrible spoiler warnings, please, in the future? Um. Pinky actually used to go to Hitler's uh, bunker, and Hitler would say, do you, I, you know, know what they're going to do tonight, Pinky? I uh, say, what's that, Hitler? I, I think what's missing in this, especially when it's all Russian-speak, are the little carrots, so that we know that this is translated from Russian. Right. I think that's one thing that's missing that kind of... S- so, yes, the whole pre- uh, the prologue bit really killed it for me, too, because I was like, oh, this is... Uh, you're, I agree with you, and I was, I was joking earlier about the whole... Um, vibranium shield slashing through because it is somewhat ridiculous and silly. Um, But it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be that cool moment. And if it's supposed to be such the cool moment in this panel, it does get half page to an extent, but I don't know. I, you're right. I I just, for me, the story story was for me, two things. It lacks restraint and it lacks a real coherent center that makes me want to either Hate Volkov, understand Volkov, worry about what's going to happen. I didn't care about him. That's the yeah, problem. I didn't know about him. I mean, we we get like a page of him being an unctuous little prick. You know, I wonder and if leading uh, his troops into into a situation where they're clearly going to die. I wonder <laughs> if oh well, yeah, that's his big deal is that he's a he's a real jerkwad. I mean, his commander's dying, and as the commander's saying, hey, don't go and attack that bunker, you're going to kill everybody. And so he turns around and says, hey, guys, the commander says, let's go and do this. I'm wondering, because he's laying there bleeding out on the floor and Steve Rogers is saving him, if Steve Rogers didn't do a transfusion with him, and that's why he lived, and perhaps he has some super soldier serum inside of him, has there been anything... Has there been anything like that in in the Marvel Universe? I know we have uh, Bruce Banner <sighs> hooking up to his cousin, and she turns into She-Hulk. Right. And, uh, but has there been Spitfire. anything with Captain America doing that? Spitfire of the Invaders got her power from a blood transfusion from the original Human Torch, who, by the way, is not a human and does not have blood. Mm, but it was the 70s. Powers. Things were different then. Um, I don't know that anyone has directly received 
a, like a blood transfusion. At one point, the Red Skull had a cloned Captain America body mm. that was cloned from Captain America's body. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that that's a that that's a bit here. Yeah, I because we don't honestly, know why he was saved because the Russian agents I don't are all know like that we're gonna find out because there is no impetus for me to pick up issue two. What uh, how many issues is this? Five you know? or six? Do you four? It's four. Oh, only four, really? Only four, yeah. Okay, so, so it's we got are now twenty five percent of the way through the story. So Steve Rogers. So next question. Yes. How many people are living on the moon in the Marvel universe? In the in the in the DC universe, it's basically the former Justice League Watchtower is there. To my knowledge, we got the Watchers and the Inhumans. In the Marvel universe, there's there's well, Attilan is no longer on the moon. It's floating over Oklahoma or something. Uh, New York that we found out yeah. in Infinity Number One. Okay, and um, the Watcher is is on the moon. And I think uh, Gene, one of Gene Gray's many corpses is on the moon. Okay, so there's not like a known... No, I believe the Inhumans were the only regulars who lived, per se, on uh, the moon. Okay. All right, so something is not right. By the way, this right. is a good pumpkin spice latte. Oh, I'm drinking a pumpkin ale um, today. This is by... Um, who is this by? Buffalo Bill's Brewery. Hmm. America's original pumpkin ale. It's got a nice spice to it. That sounds like death. This is out of Seattle, Washington, Portland. No, this is uh, brewed and bottled by independent brewers in Seattle, Portland, and California. But it's good. Yeah. I think what it really comes down to in this issue for me is the comic is like the art. It's very slick. It's very facile. It's It's very very $3.99. Yeah. It's very skillful but it it seems like it lacks it lacks the heart it lacks you know i i i think it's 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 kind of like coltrane no junk no soul yeah yeah i I just feel like we're at a point here in captain america's life where this story feels a little passe and the parts of it that could be awesome are done in their kind of tone deaf to the point where it's kind of like when the, the kid who looks like Stifler walks in and goes, hey, guys, you want to talk politics? And everybody says no. And he says, great, let's do it. I think there's yeah. no hook here. To me, there's yeah. no real hook. It's just like set up, set up, set up. You know, I, I mentioned, you know, the process, but they're really at the end. There's nothing here that makes me want to go Volkov. Exactly. You know, oh. it, I am Volkov. I will team up with Iron Sheik to take NWA Tag <laughs> Championships. Oh, mother Rush. Have, have you ever listened to Iron Sheik on the radio when he's uncensored? Iron Sheik is a scream. <laughs> and you can't repeat his favorite I know. lines because they're all curse words. Oh, I know. They're great. Um, the I'm, one that I love, though, he tweeted something the other week that I'm so behind. He's, he's like, cancer is the effing BS. <laughs> But he didn't say fudge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think the problem is, for me, even though yeah. the story isn't terrible, mm-hmm. there's nothing that I care about in this book. I was hoping, oh, uh, Captain America, living legend number one. Oh, this is going to show you why Captain America is legend. Why his name strikes fear in the hearts of men. Why, when people see him coming, they know him as that guy. And right. we better get out of the way. Or Unless they're talking about Volkov, something. 
Or, you know, as the way that the story is played out, it's maybe Volkov is the living legend, in which case I don't care because I want to read a Captain America book and a Captain America story, not some story about a Russian who's gone mad because his uh, people left him on the moon and, uh, um, and, and Americans wouldn't go and save him. Although if you do go and watch Apollo 18, ladies and gentlemen. Is that uh, you the do one find where out. they find the footage on the moon? Yeah, that's the one where they find the uh, the uh, Russian uh, capsule that got there before them, and it's uh, creepy, but a lot of fun. It's a found footage movie, but oh, I have to check that out. It's worth checking out. I mean, it's 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 done fairly decently as far as found footage movies go. Uh, I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, uh, skip this this week. I would I would agree. I as you can see, by we're jumping is... all over the place in our review. Well, it, this it's is kind of a skip it. Folks. Yeah, it's it not it's not compelling to me it's not an immediate lock and i don't want to i don't want to denigrate anybody involved and say you people suck no 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 because no. that's that's not what we're saying here what we're saying here is the book just doesn't quite gel for me and as much as there are good parts of it there are other parts that just don't work and it's it's kind of like that time i tried to make shoes out of boiled spaghetti well that they just doesn't really work at all Right, they didn't protect my feet for very long, and I had to replace them the next day, and it's just, you know. You need to stop watching Charlie Chaplin movies. Well, I'm sorry. They're actually really good. I've always uh, wanted to just rule my own little country somewhere in Europe. <laughs> like Lord Julius. Uh, I wonder if the dictator's on that Zach on film list. It should be if it's, it's not. It should be. If it's not, let's put it on there. All right. I still think we should add things to the list at random because surf Nazis went down. Nah, we're not going to do that one. I don't care what Le- Le- Leroy's See? mother says. I don't care what Leroy's mother says. Dark Horse Comics next week. Dark we Horse have Comics. Chronicles of King Conan, Trade Paperback, Abe Sapien number six, Domo Japanese Playing Cards. Um, Elf Quest Domo Special Arigato. Final Quest. This might be something that we would might want to check out, or, or at least consider. Is? Elf Quest Special Final Quest One Shot. Sure. Five ninety nine book. Well, oh, special so, final quest, quest one, one shot. Boom, sold. Shaolin Cowboy number one comes out. A lot of people have liked that in the past. Um, Star Wars number ten. That's the ongoing series. DC Comics has Batgirl number twenty four. Uh, Batman number twenty four, and it says no price. Are you sure Six that isn't this week? Uh, I'm looking at ten nine two thousand thirteen. Um, okay. yeah. So it says Batman number twenty four, note price six dollars and ninety nine cents for that book Where next week. I? I did see something. I forget which website it was, uh, where they were talking about how DC, because of this Villains Month thing, has basically abandoned their two ninety nine price structure. Yeah. And now 22-page books are going to be three ninety nine instead of the 28-page books being three ninety nine. 20-page books will still be two ninety nine. Batman number 24 will be six ninety nine. Keep that in and mind, it's, kids. It's a, it's a 19 and a half page book. Probably. In, in Baltimore, it's six forty two. Coffin Hill number one comes out. I have no idea what that is about. Are you sure that's not this week? I'm looking. It says here, upcoming releases for 10-9-2013. Are you sure that's not 9-10-3010? No. Okay. Because both Shaolin Cowboy and Coffin Hill are both already called in the uh, Frassum. Somebody must, have jumped up. Somebody must have jumped on them. It is New Comic Book uh, Day. That's true, it is. Um, let's see. Ghostbusters number eight. Well, let's look down here at... Uh, we'll find out with we when we get down here to Marvel. In the name um, of... Who are you going to call? No, no. These are books that are all list- coming out next week. Uh, IDW Publishing has Ghostbusters number eight. Speaking of uh, music, there, 
uh, Kill what? Shakespeare, Trade Paperback, Volume 3, That's The Tide of Blood. Who Mars Attacks, Judge Dredd, Number 2. <laughs> Memory. <laughs> I, I want to see what this book is about. Memory Collectors, Number 1, from IDW Publishing. Uh, Image Comics has America's Got Powers, Number 7. You like that series. Number 7? Yeah, Chew Number 37. I thought it was six-issue limited. Well, maybe now it's an ongoing. Hoax Hunters, Number 11. Rocket Girl, Number 1. I don't know what that's about. Peter Panzer Faust, oh, number 15. About. She packed her bags last night. Pre-flight. Yeah, pre-flight. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And she's going to be. <laughs> and the only word that she said, Volkov. As a kite. <laughs> Marvel Comics says the Astonishing X-Men, number 68. Uh, Avengers Arena, number 16. Uh, Captain America, Living Legend by Gronov poster, 899. So you can poster. either get a poster featuring the art from this uh, book, or you can get a six ninety nine Batman number 24. Uh, I choose C, none of the above. <laughs> Dexter number four. Oh, Infinity I love Infinity number four. Dee Dee, get out of my lab! <laughs> um, Superior Spider-Man team-up number four. And Thor, God of Thunder number 14, coming out next week from Marvel Comics. Uh, in the miscellaneous uh, section, we have Afterlife with Archie number one, which we are reviewing next week. Oh, crap. We're yeah, already yeah. reviewing that next week. Yep, we are. Elf Quest special is not going to be next nope. week. We apologize for the inconvenience. Please stand by. And some of you may be saying, hey, wait a minute, Stephen. Hey, wait a minute, Matthew. You, you guys promised hey, that Dueling Reviews was going to be a show that comes out on the day that new comic books are released. Well, listeners, uh, we have been recording Critical Hit, our Major Spoilers Dungeons & Dragons podcast on Wednesdays, and so as that I comes up in the special in the uh, schedule, oh yeah, as that comes up in the schedule, we have to bump the show to the day later. Uh, next week we should be on Wednesday, I do believe. Yeah. And we'll be able to talk about the steaming corpse of Forsyth P. Jones. Death sentence number one. Nice. Hero Bear and the Kid Inheritance number three. Indie Comics mm-hmm. Magazine. It came number three. <laughs> Get your mind out of the gutter. John Carpenter's what? Asylum, number three. <laughs> Johnny the Homicidal Maniac, number one. Jurassic Strike Force 5 trade paperback. What? That's what it's called. Jurassic, Jurassic Strike, Strike Force, Force five. 5. Dude, that sounds like a Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> Owl, number four. Pathfinder, oh. number nine. Rachel Rising, Screwed, number five. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Don't say Sons- those close together because <laughs> one is a, a proper noun and one is a verb. Sons of Anarchy number two, SpongeBob Comics number twenty five. Yeah. And uh Warlord of Mars. So many comics. I cannot wait. Warlord. I am so excited for About Afterlife SpongeBob. with Archie number one. I am too. Now is Francovia doing covers he's, and interiors? I think he's doing the interiors too. Who's writing? Um, pa, 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 pa. it is somebody that oh, we all Roberto know. Roberto Aguirre Sacasa. Is that who it is? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was him, the guy who used to do Marvel Divas, which is totally underrated, by the way. Marvel Divas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that's the one that had the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, the, Monica Tim- Rambo and the Black Cat and Firestar and Patsy Walker. That was the uh, tentacle. Doing- Tentacle porn cover that everybody was all in, in on. No, that was Heroes for Hire. Oh, okay. Marvel Divas was the one where everybody's like, are you just ripping off Sex in the City with Hellcat? Oh. And the answer was, yes. Yes, I am. Yeah, no, fr- Francesco Francovia doing all the art. So I can tell you right now, the art's going to rock. 
And it's fun to say Francesco Franca. He's such a nice guy. I got to tell you, I've met him at least once, and he follows us on Twitter. Um, He's such a nice guy. So uh, I like his art. Yeah, yeah, his art is awesome. I've never met him. I mean, he could he could be a total putz. No, no, no. He's he's super nice. Schmuck and putz and he was he was there at the uh, Planet Comic Con that you and I went to that one time. You remember that one that you and I went to that I got to hang out and talk with Gail Simone, Francesco (laughs) Francavia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's awesome. And you got to hang out with Gail Simone, and I got to shoot you the finger. (laughs) Oh, boy. Good times. But Archie, Afterlife with Archie, cannot wait for that next week on Dueling Reviews. Uh, Listeners, if you enjoy this podcast, head over to iTunes. uh, Give us some ratings. I don't care if it's good. I don't care if it's bad. Uh, But if you are going to give us a negative review, which, you know, some people may feel that they need to do. Come on, be polite. Just say, hey, I don't like you guys. Or give us, you know, give us some constructive criticism. I mean, constructive criticism. We freely admit that there are times that we turn into a couple of raging douche nozzles. And if you feel like that's happening, say you guys are douche nozzles because A, B and C. And we will be able to take your constructive criticism and implement and or ignore as necessary. As as necessary. Here's the other thing. If you think that this uh, podcast is worth, oh, I don't know, 25 cents a month. Mm -hmm. Uh, consider becoming a uh, member. <laughs> Isn't that about what you make off? <laughs> <laughs> Do I? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't consider know. becoming a VIP, a major spoilers VIP for uh, you can be a bronze, a silver, a gold member. You can find out more at members.majorspoilers.com. When you help us out in entertaining you. Not only do you ensure that this podcast continues, but all the podcasts in the Major Spoilers uh, podcast network and new podcasts on the way and new stuff for our uh, VIPs. You can find out uh, original art, new uh, original uh, podcast files, behind the scenes stuff all over at members.majorspoilers.com. Go check it out. And if you are looking to buy something, uh, why don't you uh, in this holiday season? I was asking if uh, holiday music is playing at people's uh, jobs yet. If you're going to buy something for the holiday season, do your shopping at Amazon.com. And if you do, click on that link over at Majorspoilers.com and help us out as well there. Anything else, Matthew, before we get out of here? Um, Well, I think in the words of Eleanor Roosevelt, nobody ever lends money to a man with a sense of humor. See you next time, everybody.